following podcast may contain strong language. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Hallmark of Greatness Last Orders, the podcast that looks at the early films of your favourite Hallmark actors as they roll about on Caterpillar tracks. I'm Joe, and with me as always, fresh from his residency at the Coliseum in Rome, where he shouted the word egg on the hour, every hour, it's James. I've been to the Coliseum, it's possibly the only place that's hotter than here. I'm going to be a puddle (laughs) by the end of this. I'm the man voted most likely to travel back into the caveman times with a ninja and a robot sidekick, it's Planny. Uh, it's not really a ninja, though, is he? He didn't do any ninjury stuff. That was the last film we did. No, but he didn't do so any ninjury stuff. That's what I'm he getting at. Caught he, a fish he, in reverse. Well, yeah, but that's not <laughs> Which ninja. is not easy. That's, that's the magic of playing tape backwards. Listen, lady. <laughs> <laughs> it's about my cat. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter at Hallmark of Greatness or on Instagram and Facebook at Hallmark of Greatness, or if you want to pick a film for us to watch, we will watch it. Please do. Um, because we're and we won't, we won't rig the vote, so we have to watch what we <laughs> wanted to watch anyway, unlike some people. Uh, you can send us an email at hallmarkgreatness at gmail.com. Uh, it's been a while, gentlemen. I know, uh, yeah, I've, been, I've been so alone in my little box under the stairs <laughs> with my box of hats. Yeah. With your hats and your with with, face with, on. With, a, with a plate with your face on it. Uh, and then bitch used to get in the back of Viz in it with the... Uh... <laughs> Bernard Manning, cunt of our hearts. Yeah, um, yeah I, I was away for my birthday uh, in that there London, and then we came back, and it's still hotter than the fucking surface of the sun outside. Thunderstorms <sighs> my ass. Yeah. Imagine dragons. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather uh, not. No, it's a shit name for a band, that isn't it? It's a it's a shit name for a really shit band as well. Yeah, That's the worst a, thing. Yeah. I kind of hoped there might be like a dragon force. But they're just not. No. If, if you could imagine something, imagine something cool, like ladies in a barn, for example. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, what I call a segue into this week's <laughs> film. <laughs> 1973's <gasps> Nightmare Circus or Terror Circus or. What was Bar- the other one? The sexy bits. Uh, <laughs> the barn of the dead sexy women. Barn of the naked dead. Caged women two. So there's a caged women one, which is why we didn't understand what was going on in this because we haven't seen the first one. <laughs> it's known that in Germany as well. That's how they decided to spin it out. Like, oh, well, it, 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 there must be a plot there building on caged women one. <laughs> <laughs> also, none of them are technically in a cage. Just uh, It's also out. known as, as Akuma no Jokyoshi in Japanese, which is demon removal, which is a completely <laughs> different. Film. Oh, mate, if I, if this was called demon removal, and I hired, I got it from the video shop, and I got it home, I'd be going back and remand, demanding my money back. Yes, I know, I got it from that bit behind the velvet curtain. <laughs> but oh, James, your synopsis for whatever you want to call this film: Nightmare Circus, Ladies in a Barn, Brian Blessed Sex Ten. <laughs> Uh, well, I asked the plot generator what it wished to be referred to today, and it came up with the splendid storyline machine of coolness. So we'll That's go with good. that. Yeah. Anyway, and then I asked it what it thought the plot was, and get a load of this. 
Beryl Nightmare is a local weather girl who must attend a charity auction for the victims of communism or else she will have to shave her cat, Stevens. Things get going when Beryl encounters Dave Barn, a poetry flipper who can tell the difference between butter and I can't believe it's not butter. A crisis ensues when the local school play gets cancelled and the unlikely duo must work together. Will they personalise the show home they claim to live in? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot going The victims of communism are shaved <laughs> like that. Which I assume is what the school play is about. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um, the actual fucking synopsis for this film basically gives the whole plot away. Um, what little plot there is to speak of. Uh, three showgirls on their way to Las Vegas have stuck all night when the car breaks down. The next morning, a man offers them help, but he's really a maniac. <laughs> his mother abandoned him when he was a child, and now he keeps women he's kidnapped, chained in his barn, where he trains them to perform circus tricks. Kind of. Andre's father is still around, but because of the old homestead is next to a nuclear test site, he's been transformed into a homicidal mutant who Andre keeps locked in a shed. But yeah. I got about half of that from watching the film. I'll be honest, <sighs> half of that is news to me. They made a lot of the circus. I mean, they had their own posters printed and everything. Yeah. But who was he going to perform the circus for? I don't for? know. I was Perverts. I, that. I thought so. I thought, all right, we're going to get, you know, Randy Ken and... <laughs> and the toy box killer in. Yeah. Like... <laughs> That's good no. for the true crime people there. <laughs> um, I, just, just before we go any further... I never want to do anything like this again. This made me feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. uh, to a level that I haven't felt before. Uh, This felt like one of those films that perverts pay to get made. Like the Kumshu yeah. Killer. Yeah. 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 And, and uh, it was a Vice documentary about it. Yeah. The, yeah. The guy spent a fortune and she, she had to like crush this expensive watch with her tit. And it was just like, fuck it. What is wrong with you people? Yeah. I just wondered if Mark could do his uncomfortable noise then again. I'll cut that, get it on a button. <laughs> so uh, we, we fucking start. We're introduced to Colleen Nolan, Squeaky Frome, and the other one. <laughs> Squeaky Frome, touche! <laughs> uh, the opening, I thought, looked like the old Incredible Hulk cartoon. They got picked up by Major Ross in his Jeep. Uh, They've also got a Doctor Who-style theremin going in the background, which I quite liked. The one redeeming thing about this film, <laughs> I will say, and Ian from Cult Collections will love this, it has some bizarre jazz in it. Like, yeah. I do, yeah, I want to find that on Spotify. Completely out of place to the atrocities that are happening. There's just like... Yeah, it's... it's um, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, They're travelling along in a car that apparently can still move, but <laughs> appears to be held together by rust. Uh, and they, prayers. And they pull into a petrol station... Uh, Which has got a poster on the side of it that says Terra Circus, which is sort of a title. Oh, as they that's like the a wink, wink to yeah. it, there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I was wondering uh, what this film was initially called, and it's that. <laughs> um, so there's a trio of women, and I'm a little bit confused. I think Simone, obviously, is dark haired one. That's Colleen Nolan. Right, okay. And Corinne is the blonde one, and then I lose Cherry in. Sherry doesn't do anything. Of, of women yeah. do, then later populate this film. Yeah. But there's, there's a anyway. moment when Kareem's into it. 
I'm, oh god, I hate this film. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But let's let's get through it for the uh, you know the thirty-eight. <laughs> You'll the 38 know why. In precisely forty <laughs> minutes. They're talking to some creepy gas station attendants that I thought would be relevant. I thought they were going to go to mm-hmm. the circus. I thought it was going to be like um, Texas Chainsaw. Like yeah, everyone yeah. was going to be on it. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. Nope. Not even old Mister Alvarez. <laughs> I've got some facts about old Mr. Alvarez. <laughs> you just wait there. Excellent actor. Also, why why isn't the cafes here where you can just get like a jug of beer and sit there oh, all day? Because that's the dream. He's just yeah. yeah, he's the best. Anyway, these gas station attendants are eyeing them up and decide to lie to them that their thermostat's on the blink and want to take them to the circus, which nobody ever actually goes to. Um, Is there a circus? It's not a circus. It's there's no tent. No, nope. there's nothing. There's just just a, a, a bit of land. He's just a got some land with a yeah. with a with a mountain lion, yeah, a bobcat on it. Oh, yeah. and and two goose and a horse later on we see as well. <laughs> <laughs> Worst petting zoo ever. <laughs> uh, they offer to take them to the circus. They say that they're off to Las Vegas, and one of them reckons she knows a shortcut. And I go, think, oh well, that's going to work out well, isn't it? But it doesn't matter because they're going off to the land of many, many pylons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> also, how can you have a shortcut if you're driving through what is I'm assuming is either New Mexico or Nevada? Isn't it just a, a road? and nothing else around. I mean, yeah, you'd want to be on the freeway, wouldn't you? You'd think so, but this was quite blatantly filmed at that bit where the final scene in Seven is filmed with all the pylons (laughs) and the one road that goes off. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Yeah. I don't know where they got that scenic shot of many, many pylons, but they were obsessed, as was I. Uh, At this point, Andre is introduced, which I I didn't know his name by that point. I put Paul McCartney with a gun looking out from a watchtower and then wondered if that was a Bob Dylan lyric. He spots that car. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) And they stop in a lay-by and now seem to be lost because they're on the wrong road. Yeah, they're on this road to nowhere. Aha! Yeah, not a Bob Dylan lyric. No, no, it's a a David Byrne lyric. Yeah, um, does their car actually break down? Uh, I think or they sort of they... stop in a lay-by to just make sure that they're going in the wrong direction and then they right. go, yes, it very much is. This isn't at all like the freeway, which is the only way to get around. Really disappointed at no point did anyone say, okay, kids, who wants to go through the cactus patch? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. three, three yeses and a no. <laughs> uh, then You've the missed the big bit. You've missed the big bit, lads. You've did missed I? the Bond theme. I've, There's I've a Bond heard... theme at the beginning of this film. Right, it has that. its own Bond theme. This woman singing about Terra Circus. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to note that down, but I couldn't make out what she was saying. because She was she singing did... something along the lines of, watch out for the clown. <laughs> He's in the showground. <laughs> He's after young girls in Terra Circus. <laughs> it was something, it's something about hypnotic eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and she had a range on her, and I just... Because uh... you just haven't got the range, darling. Just switch Ah, uh, uh, oh, man, there's yeah. no soundtrack listed. Oh, that's disappointing. There was it. There was a credit that said by such and such a person. And I was like, I'll get that yeah. at the end because it'll be on at the end. And there was only two pages of credits at the end. And whoever the singer of that was wasn't there. And I just couldn't bring myself to start it again. To go back again. I, I might couldn't. do it later, just on the off chance that it is on Spotify or YouTube. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, who doesn't want Terra Surf? That's a good Christmas, uh, good Halloween song to have, isn't it? Like, <laughs> surfing yeah. vampires and that one. Uh then it's nightfall and the car has now broken down. Uh, and you know this because I think Corrine says, son of a bad bitch. I liked that. I liked they son of some, a bad bitch. They had I'm some going to start weird saying. dialogue. I think they were just winging it, think, to be honest. But at this point, I thought that the petrol station guys had fiddled with the car so it would break down. Yeah. Just letting young Peter Serafinowicz capture them. <laughs> 
But no, it turns out says, the car was just fucked. One of them says, ha, 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 this is really scary. Like, brilliant delivery, then. That's probably Kareem. She's like the most unhinged of them all. Squeaky. She'll be all right. The, the, the family bus will be along to pick them up soon. The next morning, they're woken up by Andre, not the seal from the film. <laughs> He's wearing a sheepskin jacket in the desert. Very in the brave. Desert. I was Very gonna say, brave. John Watson-esque. Dancing around the bonfire with the rest of the gypsies, <laughs> listening, listening to Bronski beat. <laughs> Yeah, he's also got a, like this kind of World War II staff car that is just waiting there. Like, oh, I thought it was quite cool. Um, they think he's cute. They follow him into the car. He says that he's going to, I don't know, take them to Las Vegas or take them to the nearest gas station or something. He said he would drop them, drive them to to, to get help, I think it said. Yeah. But then he says, I just need to go home and pick something up first. No red flags there at all, ladies. I mean, he's wearing sheep and goat in the desert. That's red flag number one, isn't it? <laughs> His face would be a red flag at that point. Um, they pull up at the barn and he goes in to get something, admiring them to admire a moody-looking cougar. Yep. yep. It's no life for that cougar. And I thought, brilliant, the first of the animals at this service. Yes. <laughs> first of many wild creatures locked up in the terror slash nightmare circuit. What if do you they could see? The look of disappointment on Mark's face. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do they say when they encounter the crew? Did anybody get this? Uh, I'm probably that's a big cat or something like, that. like equally as. It was. Rapid. It was just. Why does he have it locked up? Because <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> wild animal. It tear your face off. Because <laughs> yeah. as we find out later on. <laughs> it would go into your fridge and lick up all the milk in the oh. fridge. Um, they realise that they're at the circus now and they go to find Andre because they're fairly excited and they encounter the barn and then they say, I've never been in a barn before. And I just put, what? <laughs> I mean, I don't think I have. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I grew up in a fairly suburban area and even I've been into a barn. Mm. All right. Yeah. I've sold barns. <laughs> You've sold I know barns. someone sold them. Yeah. Sold I know someone barns. called Paul Barns, barns if that helps. But... <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, door-to-door door, door barn sale. <laughs> Do you want a bar? No. <laughs> I'll move on to the next farm that's 12 miles away. Uh, they go in and they see that it is, in fact, a lady barn. <laughs> Tethered to the floor on stakes and chains are a load of ladies. And a mad saxophonist. <laughs> and a, and a jazz, quartet, jazz quartet going fucking ham in the corner. There's some mad staring action at that point as well. Yeah, it was very what much, very, very much like um, the bit out of The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. I just needed the mm. music in the background as we saw the, just their eyes and nothing else. Well, there's a character, isn't there, who I've just referred to throughout as Starry because I don't think she actually gets a name. Uh, uh, she's she called Crazy both. Girl. All I'm right. going to continue with Stary. So, so I mean, Stary, not Stary, Stary, Well, Mr. and Mrs. Girl decided to call their child. <laughs> Who are we going to judge them? Uh, Andre reappears and he says, Now, where am I going to put the three of you? In uh, my in the terror bar. circus. <laughs> in, the bar. in the barn where there's yeah. plenty of space. Loads yeah, of room. Like, yeah. well, I don't know why he hasn't gone all down one wall. Like, yeah. why, is he, why is he free-ranging them? Battery them women up. Battery farm them. <laughs> He's doing it wrong. You've got more room uh, for activities then. Uh, chained woman, they're then in chains. Uh, there should have been like a... 
and then they were all just like spread out in a barn. At um, no point did any of them fight back, though. Like, there's only one man. No, no one tried to run away. He chases them down. No, like, it's just, punch him in the nuts or anything. Yeah. It's just a swirling bat symbol, and then they're all in chains, you know. Uh, and a chained woman explains to them that they're kept to do tricks, and they're introduced to. There's a black woman there who says that Andre is like all men. And an yeah, old I woman. liked her. Yeah, yeah. She was probably the only actor, I would say. She was the it only was one. There's a hint of a commentary for. there on men, which is fair enough because men abandoned. produced this. So. <laughs> Very quickly abandoned in terms of just hitting women. Yeah. Yeah. And there's an old uh, woman, non union Lisa Kudrow, who's been there <laughs> six years. Kudrow of the future. <laughs> Uh, who is mad? She's going on about kitchen cabinets or something. She's drawing in the dirt, and she's she's been she's been there longest apparently. And sitting in the barn for that amount of time will drive you insane. It, it I, I misheard that then because I thought it, she'd said six months. No, I right, must have yeah. misheard that. No, I think no, the I, other I, woman was, was six months. Oh, someone was six months, right? Six okay. Years, yeah. Do you know it was just a blur of shitness? <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. Is, uh, um, it, it's, it, it, I am, I am lost as to where we are. He starts whipping them. What are they meant to be doing? Boots. Right. That's my notes. <laughs> that is my notes. That's all I've got. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, so yeah, they have this explanation of he, he, he's training us for a show. Uh, one of them says, "Oh, it, it's," and she goes, "What?" And she goes, "Never mind." And I'm like, "Fucking tell her!" Like, you're all in the same boat, apart from fucking wacky kecks over there. You're all in this together. You should help each other out. It's not a boat. It's a barn. It's a barn. It's a barn. <laughs> it's a fine barn, but sure, there's no pool English. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, next, the next morning, he puts on like a full proper ringmaster's outfit, red tails, top hat, leads them out to his watchtower. And then makes them go round and round in a circle, yeah. raising and lowering their arms. Yeah. That's shit. What? Like, most circuses are shit anyway. Like, I imagine cloud, that you'd gone no water to this in that circus. Bucket, it's just a load of glitter. Fucking hilarious, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you'd gone to this circus, right, and seen all these chained women raising their arms up. Shit, that. I'd be phoning Amnesty International. <laughs> I would argue, though, that it was ahead of its time because no circuses have got animals now. Is it okay to put women in a circus? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't to a circus it, so in some time. Probably he, he the last them, time I was in a barn. He put them in the animals, though. Oh, so. yeah. So he did. Um, yeah, and then, like, none of them, they're all doing it, and he keeps whipping them anyway. And he's yeah. like, you will obey me, whipping and whipping and whipping. Um and I'm like, yeah. Here we go. Cuts to them in the barn, all going ooh ooh because they're all sore, and we get some booby and bottom. Yeah, and it, gratuitous booby and bottom. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's not nice just watching <laughs> a load of women whimpering in the nude while Andre watches them through his little peephole that he's got because yeah. he likes yeah. to watch the animals. He keeps referring to them as animals as well. Which yeah, is, yeah. The, the, uh, the whole the whole bit of this kind of was all right. Okay, so we've got to that part of the film, and from here on in, it's going to be that kind of film, and then there wasn't a single boob in it but it continued nope. to be disgusting <laughs> there wasn't a single boob in, it. in any uh, scenes but it continued to be a fucking shit show yeah it continued to be yeah, really uncomfortable stalls like yeah an aircraft heading steadily <laughs> towards the towards it felt the like they had a tick sheet and they were like right we've done the violence we've done the nudity we've done the right get that red out right because uh, then we cut uh, to yeah. spooky desert times. One man and his friend, who again is wearing like um, he looks like the fucking singer from the Spin Doctors. <laughs> yeah, weird choices. On He's the, got like uh, a fucking costume department there. Furry hat on and a and a parker in the desert. They're hunting something. I don't know what because he just randomly fires a gun into the distance. Yeah, and the other one just drinks a bottle of what appeared to be witch hazel. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember that? It's good for bruises. <laughs> um, yeah. Then his mate turns away, or he gives him the gun, he turns away. Gives him the gun, yeah, he goes off somewhere. And he goes to do some drinking, and then he, we just get a, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the, the, oh no is perfect. I was like, <laughs> if I was being murdered, that is the sound I want to make. <laughs> it, it is the best enunciated being attacked by somebody I have ever heard in any film. Oh, he no. gets grabbed in the face to death, yeah. and then his friend encounters his body, decides not jam to on shoot him. whatever yeah. it was, and instead just stumbles over a shrub and falls over. <laughs> falls over and then goes, ah! And then the camera cuts off. <laughs> it was, I think, the most entertaining point of the film. Yes, 100%. This is up there in terms of best noises in films, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Sound design. The guy with the lightsaber in the fucking bin. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> It's I'll like try- it's like they said. I'm, I'm just going to do something. Could you just dub over something like a Wilhelm screen afterwards? And the sound engineer was like, "Yep, right, you are." And, and then he was like, happens. "He was like seventy four dollars for licensing." Yeah, there's a fucking <laughs> bin with that. Son. Uh, yeah. Um, we cut back to the barn. One woman says that Derek in Las Vegas, one of the original three women, says that Derek in Las Vegas will come look for them. Uh, and it's like some others are skeptical. It gets pointed out that some of them have been there a long time. Um, and yeah, and, and Andre comes in at this point and starts offering them little gifts. Uh, no, he brings them food. Yeah, refried beans or he something. He does bring them it? food. This is that's later on at the start. He comes in with all little gifts, like he's been on holiday or something. And then <laughs> a woman bites him. I've not even like, got. Oh. I've not even got a French. Got <laughs> <laughs> a French magnet, Andre. You prick. He, he goes to Simone and instead of giving her a gift, takes her badge of a. I think it's a badger and a hat. I wasn't quite sure. But he takes that offer uh, and then fucks off because gift given is reciprocal. And never get him anything. And he, then he takes that back to his own cabin. So he's got a proper cabin back there. And he wants to store that amongst his elephant statue in a regular picture frame. <laughs> Don't see what the picture frame is. No, we, like, I imagine a fork. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Then, then we get the. So then she says there will be a performance, uh, and he comes in to watch them through his little spy hole in his rocking chair. He gets an orange. This, this, this disturbed me the most. He got an orange, like cut into the bottom, and then sucked all the juice out oh, of yeah, it. That was really weird, I, actually. That yeah. made me very uncomfortable. You know, <laughs> I don't you, know. If you Did, does it work? orange like that, then what's he going to do to you? You know. Oh, I don't know. I don't think it would work. No. Surely you'd only then cut into a couple of the segments, and you just get a couple of segments worth of. I don't know. I'll try it and I'll post it on Twitter. It's a waste of an orange. Can you do it like, in slow motion and just remain eye contact with the camera at all times. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says that they'll need their energy. And I thought, oh, God, they don't have to recount pie to the sugar plum fairy, do they? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, good, good. This good. is weird and I hate it. Then Another woman com- says, though, that uh, it's she is a radiologist or something. I don't remember. Here to test soil samples because it used to be a World War II nuclear testing ground. Yes, that they, they keep that might on come up this. again. It does. Look, <laughs> Mr. Alvarez is very adamant that the nuclear testing is yeah. bad for the town. <laughs> He's not wrong. Um, yeah, he comes in. Uh, Andre comes in with a slot bucket full of beans. Yeah, um, and gives them ultimate sweet. The sassy lady refuses to hold her plate up, and then he's like, "But now you'll learn manners." Another girl has like a note hidden that he snatches up and then throws into her food. That's never mentioned again. <laughs> no. Whatever. All right, I missed that. Uh, he also he, he mentions as well that he's encountered some men. He said that he had visitors, and I thought, "Oh, are they in the food?" Nope, <laughs> never mentioned again. <laughs> 
But it wasn't him that killed him. It was his dad. I thought his dad might have took it back. Or I, also, I didn't know that it was his dad at that point. No, no, no. Well, I still don't at the end now. Yeah, um, you've you've just you've just broken that news to me. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. He says he says you all belong to me now. You know you mustn't fight me. Yeah, persuasive. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, if he thinks they're animals, then why is he trying to reason with them? Again, his logic is flawed throughout a lot of this film. He can't eat an orange properly, so <laughs> fuck him. Um, no, it just perforates everything. And as he, as he, he, he goes over to Crazy Girl, and like as he leaves, he drops his keys on the floor, and then the jazz trio go fucking oh, mental again. There's some, yeah. there's some parping going on here. Yeah, and it's and they say the word keys about fifty times. They're like, all going shut up, shut yeah. up. Um, one of the elder ladies manages to get. What appears to be like, I don't know, like a very long fucking long lawnmower blade, yeah. lawnmower blade or something, and manages to hook the keys, unhooks herself, and is like, so long, suckers. So long, suckers. <laughs> Runs off, gets caught, and then we get like a three minute long scene of her being whipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, while Kareem stares on laughing, like this is squeaky from, yeah. she's loving it at this yeah. point. Uh, whether it's because she didn't rescue her and she feels that it's justified or whether it's supposed to show her one day descent into madness we'll never know because it's never mentioned again I've got to ask do you like terror circuses Joe? I don't like oh I do do you like terror circuses James? (laughs) yeah they're all right. (laughs) I catch it on a Saturday afternoon (laughs) oh me too Uh, there are pints is this the point where we get the adventures of Derek? Uh, yes. Yes. What I mean, this is kind of this is almost like the 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 bit in The Shining where he spends the whole film going to uh, going going to get to the place. Scatman Crothers going to the place. Yep. Or a whole film only for it to end not great. Nope. Uh, shouldn't have yours. It starts out with Phil saying that he's got a contract out for the girls. Derek goes to find them. He loiters by an out of season pool for about two minutes and then wanders off. And it's then we next catch him at this point in a horrible mustard shirt in a horrible motel. Like, in it the was... middle of, like, his 49th fag of the day. Phil and that young lady made me uncomfortable as well. Because he, she was like, take me to the circus. I was like, not the terror circus, I hope. <laughs> yeah, um, I will say, I did like this guy because he looked like he should have been in Boogie Nights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he embodies the seventies for me. He stinks of there, but <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Andre hints the performances tomorrow. I've put it's going to be shit because all they know is to lift up their arms in a circle. Sort of. Yeah. We, we, the film gets even worse at this point because then Derek takes off his busted shirt. I don't even know why they made that decision. It was a horrible shirt covering a horrible <laughs> body <hairy mass. laughs> skin. It's been skin. knitted underneath there. And they decided to put some hot jazz music over the top of that. Everyone Fucking loves hell, jazz. man. Uh, <laughs> right. And then, oh, this is where, yeah, this feels like a film that perverts pay for. Uh, oh, and the next day, he uh, Andre comes in, gets Colleen Nolan, and he's like, oh, you look like my mum, because there's a picture of his mum. Isn't there on his on his dining room table or yeah. his mantelpiece or whatever? And it looks nothing like her. I don't even think it's her in a wig. <laughs> no, like, I, don't. I, think, I was wondering. I think it's that. just it's a not... random woman that they got an old uh, picture dark of. Hair, yeah, dark hair there. Yeah, that's that's uh, fine. That adds and up. he's like, "No, you can come and live in the house now with me, mother." 
Um, <laughs> and she's like, sweet. Why, do we, why don't we let everyone else go? And he's like, no, the circus must go on. <laughs> I've captured them. And I was like, yeah, you didn't really, did you? Because none of them really put up a fight. That was the thing that annoyed me. He takes uh, one of them out by choking her with a whip. And he takes her off to the cougar and gives her a, a weird tabard. Yeah, the tabard um, of murder. Not sure where that came from. Where do you even get those anymore? Um, not been seen since the 15th it. century. Harvey's um, got a knitting pattern for a man's jumper that is a tabard as well. I'm, <laughs> I kind of want it. Yes, please. <laughs> not this weather, though, but yes, please. When uh, winter comes around and I'm storing stuff in the front pockets like a cool dude, <laughs> and you're all having to use your trousers like an idiot. I wish I was wearing a Geordie tabard. <laughs> uh, it's a horrible tan colour, obviously, and he decides that's not very good, so he he paints it in cow's blood and uh, yep. lets her go, sets the cougar on her. Which it doesn't really seem that fussed at first. And I thought, this is exactly what big cats are like. They're like domestic cats and that you want them to go and ravage a woman. And no, no, I'm going over no. here. I'm, I'm licking my crevices, actually. Yep. I'm going to just uh, stare at this corner of the wall for no reason. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She she minces off across this field, flounces across the field. Uh, the cat eventually goes, oh, all right, best I guess go and do this, Anna. Uh, but, like, it's not a very fast cat. It doesn't catch her up. No. It, it, it doesn't do a great job, especially when you consider mountain lions can apparently run between 60 and 84 kilometres per hour. That's very fast. Isn't it? Yeah. That's like Usain Bolt. Possibly. With Speaking a, of a, bolts, <laughs> she shimmies the bolt on the shed. That's the segue, thank you. <laughs> um, which is, it's, just, it's just like a piece of wood just jammed in yeah. a lock. Yeah. And she yeah, undoes that. Uh, as a good time to wiggle it around while this cat's just racing and advancing on her. It's like that uh, fast animal, slow children thing from Family Guy. <laughs> She's covered in red, mate. Leave her be. <laughs> uh, she gets into the shed and then Gene Simmons turns up with his spiky, spiky hand because... Uh, yep, she gets stabbed yeah. through the throat. It's before your time, Mark. But <laughs> oh, yeah, another he thing gets... Yeah. No, I've seen it. Listen to... Uh... Was it called Stargrove? Yeah. No, I've actually seen the film. It's, oh, well. Uh, it's yeah. disgusting. Yeah. It's one of yeah. two Gene Simmons films I've seen. The other one with um, uh, Tom Selleck, where he's a uh, he's, Gene Simmons has got some robotic spiders. Oh, oh well, we've seen that one. That, that, <laughs> we'll do that one then. That's is, the next one. Is that as transphobic as the other one? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not anywhere near. Right. Because I, I can't skirt around that again. Fucking hell. There was a lot Skirt around that. that. Oh, you know what I mean? Um... Like trying to say stuff that they're saying without it being me saying it. You know what I mean? Th- yeah. there's, a, there's a bit I've got written here and I, I can't remember where it came in, but I've written police jeep, question mark. There's an 80s TV show waiting to happen. <laughs> <laughs> police just, jeep. just a random thought you had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is when Derek is driving down and he gets pulled over for speeding, possibly, question yeah. mark. And um, he goes, oh, I also, I want to report a missing person. And the guy's like, okay, but I still have to give you the ticket. He reports the missing person. The police officer, in true police officer style, does fuck all with that information. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. later on, when he's in the um, diner, he reports it to, I think, the sheriff. And he's like, this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, is that another commentary on... I mean, uh, I think I mean, we're that, reading that, more into it than they ever thought was going to happen. That's what Ted Bundy went on to do, wasn't it? Play different police forces off against one another over state lines. So it, that was around this time, wasn't it? Wasn't Should have listened. Right. Yeah. Should have listened mean? to the terror bomb. We're hitting the, the, the <laughs> we're hitting the true crime nuggets on the head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, previous to to this scene with the police jeep. Um, uh, Derek had been sleeping on the bed sideways without a pillow. 
And I thought, is that maybe some sort of some sort of 70s Hollywood thing that they all did? Uh, no, I think he's probably just fallen asleep drunk. But sleeping without a pillow can help reduce neck and back pain for many sleepers. <laughs> People who sleep on their stomach are generally best suited for going pillowless because the lower angle of the neck encourages better spinal alignment in the position. Are you, are you trying to go for my job? But it is, gonna... James, it is all fucking filler, this. Because we're gonna... nothing happens in this film. We're stretching this out as much as we can. Nothing yeah, happens in this film. Also, we want that sweet, sweet... Um, Fucking what is it? Thingy mattress money as well. <laughs> <laughs> Simba. Simba I want, mattress. I want a free mattress. I need a new mattress. Uh Mountain is that because your, your, your uncle Scar destroyed it? No, no, no. Oh. It's, it's it's because of what was it? I, I wake up with kidney pain every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, re- I refuse to buy okay. a memory foam topper because it always reminds me of that bit in Demolition Man where all that liquid comes in while he's all curled up because <laughs> that's just how I sleep. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> anyway. Future, future jizz. I'm pretty sure it's what I yeah, that's what you got. Got. Demolition Man. Um, yeah, so he, he thinks she's his mum and I'm going, all right, so this is just a shit psycho rip-off. Then. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. also yeah. he brings the corpse back of that woman, slain woman, into his tan. It looked like to me that it was a tanning room and he was going to make a skin kite out of her because there's there's one on the wall. See, I thought he was going to do stuff to her because I thought we've not done that yet. We've had everything else. Yeah. I thought we were going to get like some some dead body sex. He no. plays like a tinkly child's toy thing puts, to relax. And... Yeah, he puts like a music box on and tells her like a story from his childhood. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it was because at this point I was going, I don't care. It's oh, time's too speed. Where's mum gone? Oh, mum's out. Oh, the army are here because it's a testing ground. It was just like really <laughs> expositional stuff. Oh, right. Right. Okay. <laughs> and then he wakes up and goes through Simone's luggage and purse. And yeah, um, it sort of gets him, you know, like thinking again, ooh, is it the same woman? Is it not? Um, yeah. So yeah, sit is Simone this where down. She's, is this where she's rooting around in his house? Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, it's all very tense because she doesn't want him to decapitate her or whatever. And he explains that his mum's been gone for 10 years and went to Chicago, which is a weird detail. Never brought up again. <laughs> Dad blamed him for her leaving. He fucking hates deep dish pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> and the military tried to drive them away and experiment on them, which are two different things, but it links up somewhere. Um, and then he gives her a medallion. Uh, father had an accident. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it could yep. be something there. Could weave a plot out of that. No, but she's this... she's she's clanging about in there. Uh, she finds the missing girl's head that he's put a nice little birdcage over. <laughs> <laughs> I've written head in a birdcage. Good name for a band. That ah, it's a good name yeah. for a band. Yeah. They on old grey whistle test. <laughs> I think yeah. I'm, I think I'm supporting them on Friday. Uh, <laughs> cut back yeah. to the adventures of Derek Moore eating a greasy breakfast for the yeah. sake and living his best life. He walks into this place with these glasses on. It looks like Tommy. Vance. <laughs> He's a not. reference for nobody. <laughs> not going to live much longer. So they've banged you up again. <laughs> yeah, he goes in. He meets the world's oldest waitress who like, <laughs> has got a very poor retirement policy because she must be 90 and still working there. I've got facts about her as well. <laughs> Fucking hell. She, she is an industry jobber. This mm-hmm. this film was her last, and I don't blame her. <laughs> she saw this Jesus, was like, I'm I think done. It's, <laughs> it's going to be our last, I think. Uh, uh, yeah, she, she wonders why he hasn't eaten all of his breakfast, because apparently no one can do eggs and hash browns like her in this dump. It's like the most 
Oh, it looked. It was a good breakfast, but it was a bad breakfast. You know what? Yeah. I mean? It looked like uh, it was my, cousin, my cousin Vinny's grits breakfast. Oh, oh it's, it's going to take ten swap. years off your life if you so much as look at it. It was like that. <laughs> Cholesterol wasn't a thing in the seventies. No. <laughs> Creep from the egg council's got to you too. I see. <laughs> <laughs> you better run, egg. <laughs> uh, but... Frank, the sheriff, comes in for a coffee, and he's been looking for a missing motorist. This is where the, the you know the police forces aren't passing on information. It's the same police force. Derek gives them the girls details and uh, <laughs> it's good details that. Two brunettes and a blonde. Quite attractive. Well, thanks for that. That narrows it down. And then what about the car, Derek? Oh, that was a brown Ford station wagon, 1966. Very specific detail about the car. <laughs> oh, he knows cars. Women the all car. the same to him. He's got face blindness. Uh, yeah, Andre then wakes up Karina by shushing her and then grabbing her by the shoulders in a manly fashion. He undoes uh, her chain and then leads her away uh, to the probably the twisted, sneakiest heart of this film. This bit. Uh, um... uh, Simone overhears this, uh, overhears her screams, and she responds to this by taking off her locket. And yep. that's it. She looks up next to her flock tiger painting <laughs> and just goes back to bed. She's like, oh, shouldn't sleep with this on. I could strangle myself. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Kareen uh, is being promised freedom and good treatment. He ties her, but the, 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 the terror of the Circus of Terror doesn't have a reptile, just mm-hmm. one reptile. So he ties her hands behind her back and makes her slither around on the floor didn't yeah. like this. She, no, she I thought like getting off to that, but then I don't know if it was just, yeah. uh, I don't know. She's less reptile lady, more worm woman. <laughs> he gets the snake out of a box and says, you're going to get inside of him and he's going to get inside of you. When he says thought, that, no. he cuts right to her crotch with a, yeah. with a snake slithering over uh, it. I was like, shot. Oh, this, again, this feels like something's paid to have that point. Yeah. Yup. Uh, um, and then that's it. Like, nothing comes of that. He just Sheriff, goes, well, yeah, puts her again. back in the thing. You're a terrible snake. Back to the lady barn you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that didn't do anything for me. So, uh, yeah, we cut back to the adventures of Derek with the sheriff. Sheriff gets an idea in his head that there's an old uh, road. And they couldn't have been so stupid as to go off the main road down that road. They, they were. They're women, after all. <laughs> <laughs> and we're introduced to the best character in all of this, which is old man Alvarez. Anyone, mm-hmm. yeah. anyone want to take this up? Oh, man. Alvarez. He's a man who sits there drinking beer and going, yeah, but the nuclear testing was bad, wasn't it? He's great. <laughs> Quite I mild. He's just topping up with a pitcher. Yeah, he just goes in every day, gets like a four-pinter. He's, he's everything I want to be. Ass from the jug. You know, you've seen all the adverts. Um, the sheriff goes, oh, is it like the UFOs you saw that time as well? And Mr. Halford is like, fuck you, sheriff. I know what I saw. <laughs> Yeah, he says that it's like the mouth of Hades. He's very <laughs> lyrical. He's good. <laughs> really, I liked him. I liked him as well. Um, and then we go back him to... And some... the, him and the... Ah, guy. My two <laughs> favorites. <laughs> uh, cut back to Simone, who's still faffing around inside the house. Uh, she gets led past the, el- the weird elephant statue and the uh, barn of women to his workshop laboratory skin in tal- talon the, yeah the, the weird room the, 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 has everything you could want in there though it's got a miner's lamp a beer jug for hoedowns and the obligatory peephole yep yeah that's where he sits when he eats his oranges <laughs> well the uh, the beer jug just reminded me of the Sim- simpsons <laughs> beer jug <laughs> just never at this point in the middle of a hoedown <laughs> stops the film just watch that over and over again yeah. for about 10 minutes homer's covered a bit and then it's back to more of the daddy show. think <laughs> Didn't yeah. say stop. Um, uh, right. Then somehow she gets hold of the keys. 
Uh, she's rooting around for keys yeah. and stuff, isn't she? That's when she it's sees a, the head. Yeah, there's a cleaver there as well, and I thought, oh, she's going to pick up the cleaver. She's got go keys, on. chopping nah, and unlocking, and you know all the stuff. But Popping no. and locking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gives the keys to the people. Some of them manage to escape. Oh, that was some the of, worst some thing of as the well, keys, though. Some of the keys don't work. Mm-hmm. So they test each and every single one of them in turn, which is fantastic film, apparently. Tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't. The oh, is it the escape, one that's though. got Yale written on it, or is it the one? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I can never get into Harvey's Nan's house, even though there's only two keys. I always get it wrong the first time. <laughs> Maybe if they shut up every time someone had a key, they'd still be alive. I mean, again, it's a they... very unhappy ending as well. But yeah. turns yeah. out they didn't have to worry though, because Andre spent all this time getting into his big Del Boy geezer jacket again, because uh, he's yeah. off, going off down the markets later after this. <laughs> he's going to uh, <laughs> fall through a, a trapdoor. Yeah, there's lots of uh, Derek and the sheriff driving around. Uh, at, at one point, they find the barn, and then are like, "Oh no, we'll have to wait for backup," which is completely useless anyway. Uh, it's all intact. No, they shoot one of them. Sh- uh, Mister Mustache shoots the. Uh, the cougar he's he's good him because he does some good face anyway (laughs) we're getting ahead of ourselves they free some of the women some of them get out the daft girl who's been sitting there like all the time her key works but she just sits there until until they scream at her to leave and then she has like a a manchurian candidate moment (laughs) where she leaps up runs out goes to the shed the shed of brian blessed um uh, and yeah. we cut to the we cut to the sheriff again. Sheriff and Derek, they've now reached the barn and they encounter now a chain which says US military, no communists allowed written on it. And then they just drive through it. I thought, wow, what an effective barrier that was. Well, they're not communists, they're fine. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was all full of this. Like, oh, they're nearly there, but oh, Derek's shoes come undone. Oh, God, <laughs> it's like that over Derek's, and over again. Derek's got a stitch from that massive breakfast he had. <laughs> Anyway, um, for some reason, Andre gets knocked down. I can't remember. He gets bonked on the head or something. He doesn't get back up again. Uh, Thingy Lass puts a very loose chain around his neck that he could very easily just go, well, that's me free. Um, <laughs> and tips tips red on him. Um, oh, because he was going to kill, that was it. He was going to kill um, Colleen Nolan with the cat, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, he, and then some somehow he hits he gets anyway, he gets red tipped on him. Uh the cat's fucked off at this point. And <laughs> yeah. um the shed Derek, has yeah. been shed has been opened and Brian Blessed is on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've written it finally gets good with six minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. Words you yeah. don't ever want to hear. Brian Blessed is on the attack. <laughs> um he's got um it's like Father Jack in his hairy hands, though. <laughs> It's like a cross between that and Gene Simmons' the jabby finger. Um, so he's often about. Hills are easy, yeah. He advances he... on Andre, who's stuck in his chain thing. He's covered in no, cow's blood. Back! He says, back! <laughs> uh, but Brian Blessed cares not for your instructions. Show he... us the gross hair for your face! <laughs> yes. Uh, he squeezes his face to death, uh, as is his way. He then squeezes uh, Colleen Nolan to death as well. There's a lot of bobbing up and down until they're dead. Yeah, uh, acting in that. And then yeah. at this point, the deputies turn up. Uh, father is on the loose somewhere. Father <laughs> um, finds the remaining chained women. 
Um, Straight up murders yeah, them all by there. squeezing them head. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from elderly Kudrow of the future, yeah. <laughs> uh, who he lets live for some reason. Never explained. Don't care. I think it's the fact that she'd given up on everything and then she's the one that's freed, so she's not really valuing the... Po- it's a nihilistic thing that's at the end of okay. each of these films, isn't it? Right. It's like, yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter because the octopus has killed everyone. Or Nobody gets out alive. Because, yeah. He squeezes yeah. everyone. Uh, the deputy shoots the... The cougar that's that's running about, and then <laughs> then like winks at the camera a little bit. Like I think yeah. it was supposed to be a wince at all the death, even though he's just shot a, an animal to death. Derek comes in and goes, "Oh my god, that's it! That's his acting. All these dead ladies, all squoshed up. Yep, not bothered." Uh, and then Madlass comes back, is dragged back by uh, the deputy, and then it just like sort of ends, but it pans yeah. to Blessed Shed. And Blessed stumbles off into the night. <laughs> He's fucked up. <laughs> all I could think at this point was, I thought he looked like Michael Palin at the start of every episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. Um, or Monty Python's Flying Terror Circus, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> imagine he kills all these women and then runs 15 miles through the desert to Vegas before sitting down at a craps table and going, it's... Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because that, he does do a long run with lots of credits and everything. I thought he was just off to the nearest greasy spoon for his own. Yeah. Gotta get some own cream. big plate. Uh, and then that's that was it. Then the film ends. Mercifully. No, no justice, no peace. All the women are dead apart from the two mad ones. That's it. It ends. Um I hate this. Hated this so much. It's getting uh, half a bowl of mysterious beans. Uh, <laughs> because don't watch this unless you're a fucking pervert. Because it's uh, gross. Yeah. It's just gross. I, I'm going to give it two bronze Fabio whips. <laughs> uh, I'll give it one lassie's head in a cage. <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't the worst thing we've ever seen. I mean, it's the gratu- worst thing I've had to watch it, for this. It, it was gratuitous to the sense. point of... There was an empty whistling plot that sort of dragged on, which was better than... I don't know, though. Was it better than ninjas sliced through... A Taiwanese film from uh, yeah, the we, we, we we had something. Was we had some fun with that one. Was there that was a film. There was there was too many plots there. If anything, <laughs> with this, it felt like they they were like, let's do a a slasher film, and we'll do like other bits. And then they went, fuck it, we don't know where we're up to now. Uh, it, it mm, and it just felt gratuitous. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Is this the all the whipping we've ever seen? We didn't need to keep showing them being whipped. We got it. I mean, I come need... on, there's, 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 there's um, Dinosaur Island, right? Better that than was... this. Yeah, better than this. Again, Agreed. at least it was funny. Oh. This was just gross. I don't need to see a, a snake climbing over a woman's fanny. Don't need to see it, mate. Yeah. Didn't get that in Dinosaur Island, did you? We got women Probably. bouncing about in women <laughs> bouncing about in a pond, but that's like fun <laughs> Benny Hill style titillation. Not grotesque reptile genitals. Horrible. Hated it. Again, that sort of jungle theme really followed on from your last sentence. It should have um, been jazz. <laughs> it should have been hot jazz action. Uh, there's no budget facts for this. Don't know really what it made. Don't know how much it cost to make. Uh, I was under the impression that it was 1974 that it was released, um, which would make sense. So hear me out. So this was the year that Blazing Saddles came out, Godfather Part 2, uh, Murder on the Orient Express was released as well, and it was the year of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Kickstarted a new... I mean, it's very, it feels very much like a poor copy of that. All the same yeah. sort of territory. And it's sort of like that bad, good, bad video 
ambition, isn't it? That sort of was kickstarted with that. Maybe they were just filmed side on side, and it's just one of those weird serendipity things, you know, like with Finding Nemo and Shark's Tale. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, no, no, it's clearly a ripoff, isn't it? Like, it, yeah, I, I think for that very reason, it, it didn't do. It probably didn't do very well, and then it got reissued as Nightmare Barn, Cage Women Two, Barn of the Naked Dead, Demon Removal, Demon Removal Two. <laughs> uh, I just thought though I would very much like to hear the theme song for Texas Chainsaw Massacre sang in the Bond style like at the start <laughs> <laughs> he's got a face made of ladies <laughs> uh, so Bobcats um, also known as Cougars also known as Mountain Lions also known as Mountie Cats um, and yeah those are the ones that ride horses and police Canada I think it's the it's Very the, racist. It's the big cat that's got the most names. <laughs> it's got weird, weird brag. No, um, the tiger, stripy boys. <laughs> it's just a different type of cat. It's all the same cat with lots of different names. Um, but according to Big Cat Rescue, cougars are wild animals that are <laughs> unlikely to be tamed. Uh, but a few do live as pets in captivity. To purchase a cougar kitten will cost around nine hundred dollars. Once you have one, the costs add up quickly. Say, <laughs> presumably in the amount of bodies that it goes out and retrieves. <laughs> the amount of fingers you lose. <laughs> You'll need a cage to transport them. Which I can't open the cage with my hook hands, though. <laughs> Cages start at $1,250 for a small one. And you probably need even bigger ones once they get big. You'll Just need don't. a minimum, minimum of five acres to own that big cat. Uh, food and vitamins to keep a mid-cat-sized cat, such as a cougar, in good health will run to about seven and a half grand a year. And then there's vet costs. There's the price of getting in a second vet because it's eating the first one. Um, <laughs> and it's just they warn that the it's... Vets a... always have to operate in pets. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, in short, it's, it's a very costly enterprise and it is not recommended. If you've seen, you know, Tiger King, then you know that it's a bad idea yeah, anyway. I never understood but... why you would want... You can't cuddle it because it's a fucking wild animal. Mm. It was in the interest of science that I then went to the mammal page on Wikipedia and uh, I've just completely unrelated there. I was they reading might be that giant lyrics. Online. <laughs> and um, humans are represented on there in like the sort of you know photo montage of all mammals. And for humans, we've got represented Leonard Brezhnev and Nixon, because they're the, like the prime specimens of primate mammalia. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Not even a man and a woman. <laughs> I think it's Fucking more Brezhnev. like you know. <laughs> You know, the eyebrows could deceive you that it's a different animal, but it really is. Is that to show that we have hair? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I think I was just hot because then I looked up the world's most expensive ice cream. It's called Black (laughs) Diamond. Black ski slope. Yeah, uh, it's ice cream from Dubai. Uh, This isn't your normal vanilla ice cream, as it is. Ain't your mama's vanilla ice cream. What do you think it? What do you think it uh, tastes of? Well, they, you know, what what do rich people want out of the world's most expensive ice cream? And Madagascan got... vanilla pods that have been eaten by a monkey and shat out. Or yeah, and then gold leaf on it because they fucking love that. Yeah. Gold leaf, yep, ding. Uh, vanilla pods, yep, ding. Uh, fresh vanilla beans as a 23 carat edible gold foil. And it also contains saffron and black truffles, which sounds fucking disgusting. <laughs> Saffron's nice. Truffles is not. 
on an ice cream. It's just well, I don't want saffron, mushroom saffron ice cream. is nice next to vanilla and gold. <laughs> I don't know what gold tastes of. So I'm too poor. <laughs> but yeah, edible gold. And, All gold's uh, edible. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, if you chomp hard enough, yeah. If, if it's real gold, you'd be able to bite right through it like a pirate. Oh, well, I thought, you know, actually, ingested gold might make you more valuable as a person. Nah, um, apparently, you have to buy the, it, though, the, don't you, so. the amount of gold that you actually ingest is... It's not worth it. Is it Goldschlager, the stuff that girls yeah. drink? Yeah. The, the gold in that is worth about 17p. Someone worked out. And you'd have to filter through your tods. You're like the dirtiest gold mining ever. <laughs> to add to the opulence, the ice cream is served in a Versace bowl. A travel blogger, Shanaz Treasury. Don't know if that's a real name. <laughs> Not made is that, that a lady's parts? <laughs> uh, she ate it and said, was it tasty? Mm, it was interesting, which means no, it wasn't. <laughs> it's like all those things. It's like that fucking prick in London with his gold-plated tea, tea, tomahawk steaks and yeah. shit. It's like... I said it before. Rich people have the worst taste in food. Yeah. Fish it's like poo. that... Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like that um, stupid piñata necklace filled with diamonds that we had that time. Yeah. You know, break that apart and then, you know, all your diamonds are everywhere. Disaster. Hate Sell it, it the docks. Yeah. Uh, this was uh, a film that we got to. Uh, the link is from. Sorry, how Andre much was Actor. the ice cream again? Sorry, I can't remember now. I'm not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I was just curious as to how much it was because, like, uh, your money's no good here. But that amount of money, you could bring back Gino Janelli. Is all I'm saying. You could with the little bits of uh, wax in it. Color changing, color changing yeah. spoon, son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all end up like a turdy brown color because you put them in the dishwasher. Yeah. All that black truffle oil um, linked from uh, Andre actor Andrew Prine who we got as Brett Riverboat in the last film and uh, if you remember we got to this because he said I didn't like Nightmare Circus aka Barn of the Naked Dead when I got into that I thought you've gone too far my boy I couldn't imagine my way out of it although they paid me a lot of books I thought let's not do this again and I was thinking of that Every single scene he was in, I was like, was this the point? Where... <laughs> if it was shot in chronological order, it made sense. Now, if we'd listened <laughs> properly, Joe, to James Facts last time when he, he went through this section about what Brett Riverboat had said, we wouldn't have done this. Because no. I know I know you heard it and we kind of went, oh, that yeah, sounds that. like it'll be a jape. But really, if we'd properly listened to those words. Listen to the yeah. wise words of Andrew Prine. Yeah. Well, it was either that or it was Simon, King of All Witches or something that was written by a warlock, but it was too bad a picture <laughs> Again, Written by warlocks, acted by Four warlocks. warlocks. Four warlocks. <laughs> Directed by warlock from the young one. <laughs> yeah, was, I, don't, uh, I think we've yeah. got to be a bit more careful in what we pick in future because this could lead us down a very dark path that I don't want to stumble down. It was um, directed by Alan Rudolph, who later went on to do Breakfast of Champions, in later years, he declined to talk about Nightmare Circus, so he completely disowned the film. Actually, they um, released it, I think, to DVD or something, uh, Alan like maybe a decade himself. ago or something like that. And a lot of people, I was trying to track down if I could get any copy of it online. You'd have to buy the DVD, and I don't want that anywhere near my house. But I want, I'm um, on watch list. 
it's got a lot of the actors and sound effects people <laughs> that man that goes ah! um on it talking about it and yeah alan rudolph oh if it's a making of documentary that might have been fun but yeah i think they just yeah they tell tales of you know what it was like in to the be bar. in a film like that <laughs> But, but I bar. said, what about Breakfast of Champions? I, I think I remember the film. <laughs> um, the Kurt Vonnegut film. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, director uh, Alan Rudolph, he went, later went on to say, human identity... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start again. Human identity is the most fragile thing that we have, and it's often only found in moments of truth. And he also said, you learn real early to make a film and then duck, because basically that's how I go about it. Fucking hell. Uh, yeah. He's, he's also, he also said, whip that woman harder! <laughs> <laughs> uh, co-written by Gerald Cormier, who also played Father, and uh, Roman Valenti. And it was the only thing he's ever done, and you can thank him for it. <laughs> <laughs> he went, Everyone's got a story inside him. This was his. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as I said before, this was the last film of Sheila Bromley, who played Mrs. Bain, the uh, greasy spoon woman. She had 154 credits, beginning with her first film in 1930, and Christ. this ended her career. Wow. She went on to live for another, like, 30 or 40 years or something, so fair play to her. Simone also, she never did another film again. Just broke her. So, there we go. Uh Sherry was actually played by somebody called Sherry, Sherry Alberoni. She was actually in a lot of TV. Oh. I had previously appeared in Cyborg 2087, which is a film released in 1996. No, no, 1966. Uh, she was also in the Monkeys TV series as well. And, and, and life got worse. Uh, <laughs> She's the least memorable one of them all. Though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, under trademark on IMDb as well, it says that Sherry Alberoni is of Italian ancestry, but I don't think you can trademark that. <laughs> it's a delicious meal, is a Sherry Alberoni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corinne was Guile Rowland. She actually still stars in films. One of the rare cases of somebody going on to a career after this. She's only got 18 credits, uh, but she did go on to appear in Warlock 1989, which has got Richard E. Grant in it. Oh yeah, um, Warlock. Oh yeah, Warlock's great. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. right. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Um, so something to do with uh, a warlock sentenced to death, escaping magically into the future, followed doggedly by a witch hunter. There's three parts of the Devil's Bible. And, yeah, it's, it's crap yeah. part stuff, but it's it's, it's fun. De decent, yeah. Uh, it's why, a fun run. Why can't we watch that? Hey, eh? because that's a proper film. <laughs> It's too good for us. It's too good for yeah. You when you've when you've sat through eight of these, you can watch one good film. <laughs> um, and old man Alvarez, I'll finish with him. Jill Lamb, best name as well for him, because <laughs> um, he looks like a Jill. Uh, first acting credit, nineteen thirty-five. That's the benefit of doing these films that are in the seventies. Like the old-timey actors are proper, like the beginning of film, sort of old-timey. Yeah, they've seen it all, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, in the 30s, he used to do uh, a routine where his neck and his Adam's apple lent themselves to a comedy routine in which he pretended to have swallowed a harmonium. A harmonium. So, don't make them like that anymore. I mean, I, I kind of want to see that now, but, yeah. you know. Uh, it's no different than that lad who made his eyes pop out on Britain's Got Fucking Talent, is it? Like, there's all this <laughs> shit out there. He was known to have a very flexible body, so he did stuff. Yeah, he did all kinds of stuff. 
Hmm. Last film was For the Love of It in 1980, where a young couple end up with a number of top-secret Russian documents, and they become targets of the CIA, the FBI, and even an evil toy maker. (laughs) I was not expecting that last bit. (laughs) No, neither was I. Um, Then's your facts, James Fax style. Nick that from Katie, she won't notice. There is nothing good to be said about this film. The reviews for this are either this is terrible or this is the best film ever. I'm such an ironic bastard. I'm so edgy. Um, Yeah. Um, I mean, I didn't even bother fucking writing any of them down because uh, I'll randomly pull one now. Uh, Trashy precursor to blood-sucking freaks. Is it? Uh, Is that username? By (laughs) Lee of Wine Dracker. Once again, Code Red has done an exemplary job in releasing the best quality version of an old B-movie horror flick and giving it a new lease of life. Having watched Terror Circus, perhaps best known under its exploitative name, Barn of the Naked Dead, you wonder why they bothered, but the end result is so trashy. Long-running actor Andrew Prine plays the usual psycho guy living out in the desert with a mother fixation. He likes to kidnap young women, chain them up, keep them as slaves in his barn, and occasionally have them perform as part of his own private circus. The film is fairly well put together for what is obviously a movie made entirely on the cheap, but the end result is merely silly and mean-spirited. Nudity and some bloodshed are thrown in to keep the horror fans pleased, but the only time this entertains is at the very end with the zombie twist. It is a focus on the, in its focus on the humiliation of women, it seems to be a precursor of blood-sucking freaks. Now, I ain't watching blood-sucking freaks. <laughs> no. I wonder what it's about. And actually, he's not a zombie. Yeah, he's a radioactive Brian Blessed lookalike. <laughs> Yeah, Brian Blessed blessed and your wine lead tracker. Brian Blessed and Gene Simmons in that fly pod thing together. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's it. I mean, it's not even even like people who like horror films are not into it. It's just, it's exploitative. It's cheap. There's no story. It's worse than Last House on the left. Yeah. Um, Fuck it. I hate this film. I'm going to speak of it again. No, I'm I'm going to wipe it from my brain by going away and watching a a long play of the uh, 1996 Mega Drive game Nightmare Circus. Yes, I wondered when that would come up. Yeah, I wasn't going to miss it. I was going to squeeze it in somewhere. Oh, is that that the... um... Like, like uh, Night Trap? Uh, no, it's a platform game, Native American bloke who, who has to work his way through a, the Devil's Circus, oh, okay. mark, if I remember right. <laughs> oh, because we tried, you can get um, Night Trap on the Switch. Yes. And oh boy, is it Brutal. a stinky pile of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's impossible. Mm. Uh, I tried, I watched someone trying to finish it on Switch and it's not worth it for the digitized lady in a bra you get to see mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a mess that was 1973 slash 4's fucking nightmare circus or cage ladies 2 or demon asbestos removal <laughs> company 7 <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it i'm gonna call it shite absolute dog muck um any favorite lines from the film I've never been in a barn for. Ah! It's a big, big yeah. cat. Why does he have it locked up? <laughs> You'll um, get eaten by a mutant Brian Blessed <laughs> in Terra Circus. Father. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Please come back. I'll fill in. I've never done it before. How hard can it be?